ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wrestling Boys podcast. And we are back. Hello. So I can actually hear myself. Sorry for the little technical difficulty. But we're going to move on. The Wrestling Boys are back in town. Technically Leicester, but we are back in town. <laughs> we are in the Queen's building on the DMU campus where we are doing the Wrestling Boys, are we not? Yes, we're doing the Wrestling Boys podcast and not only we are live, no, well, not technically live, pre-record, but we are in the studio. We are in the studio. But we're here to review the tonight of the most stupendous WrestleMania. Stupendous. Of all time, this is going to be the most stupendous review. Uh, also, uh, what I really liked about this year's WrestleMania, we actually saw it together. We did, yeah, we watched it together. It was so together. good. It was so good. It was a fun time. I haven't um, watched WrestleMania with friends in a long time, and it's always better with friends. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to do it again. 10 out of 10 would definitely recommend. I feel like the best pay-per-view to watch with friends is probably the Royal Rumble. Oh, that is amazing. That is amazing. Oh, my God, we're going to do a Royal Rumble. Yes, we have to. Yeah, man. And you know what should we do? A Royal Rumble drinking game. Nothing gets you more messed up than a Royal Rumble drinking game. Yeah. It, it, it is the best thing you can do. If uh, Michael Cole says it's boss time, you no. down your whole drink. No. No. No, it's the classic one. I, I don't remember if you were into YouTube to around like before 2014, 2016. I was into wrestling YouTube then and they had like What Culture with Adam Blumpett back then. Yeah, yeah. They were doing a drinking game that was like impossible. It was like, oh, when someone gets eliminated, when someone is on the ropes and something like that, they got like destroyed. <laughs> I want to try one of those. <laughs> I mean, as one of the hosts of Mead and Cheese, mm-hmm. I feel like alcohol and radio go together very well. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, so alcohol and wrestling. It is entertainment. <laughs> it is. Okay, let's go through the amazing, most stupendous WrestleMania nights. Uh, actually, stupendous. Should you? Uh, should we go after? We should go match per per match, and then we're gonna go with total thoughts because, like, uh, what night was better, or what did you thought of everything? Okay, let's start with the match that opened WrestleMania: The Usos, Jay and Jamie, against Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Um, it was kind of disappointing, mostly because it was yeah. cut short. Yeah, because Rick Books tried to squat two men and he tore his, uh, he tore his, he did, yeah. I think he tore his pec or something, he tore like a whole muscle. So yeah, that was disappointing, but I mean, the significance is literally the, 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 um, how is it called, the bloodline are literally book-ending WrestleMania, they started and they ended. That is, uh, that is good, yeah. That is I good. quite like that. Yeah, it's a nice storyline. You, you get everything, all your eggs in one basket. But I would say, yeah, it was kind of disappointing. I was expecting more because Usos have delivered some clinics on the WrestleMania card for years. The Usos have been, like, the highlight of the tag team division, them yeah. in the New Day. Yeah, they have been completely consistent all the time. Like, every time you put Usos in a match, you know, it's going to be a good match. It's an Usos match. They, they have their style, they have their moves, but they are consistently, like, bringing something good. This one, unfortunately, had an injury, so, yeah, G and Jimmy retained. Speaking of Shinsuke Nakamura, I have just ordered <laughs> myself a jacket from the WWE Euro shop that was on clearance. Evan. Yes. What jacket was it? It was the red, strong style, superstar, rock star. <laughs> it was the Prince jacket, basically, that he wears, the red jacket. It's so yeah, good. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, my God. I'm planning on getting one by the end of the month when I get paid. So next Halloween, we might both be Shinsuke Nakamura's. <laughs> I don't know if I look enough like Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, yeah, me neither, but, you know. Well, well <laughs> let's move maybe on. Maybe I'll go as gender. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, maybe not. You know what? Maybe we should do Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage, after all. I think I we look could, like those guys. I could do Hulk Hogan. I can do Randy Savage. It's going to be yeah. very nice. It's going to be very fun. We should actually call ourselves the Meta Powers. We should be like uh, Axel and Mizdow. No, oh. no, no, no. <laughs> we should be um, We should be Zuckermania. Zuckermania. Okay, the that's Meta good. Powers. The Meta Powers. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, Zuckermania. Now I understand what you're saying. <laughs> oh, God. Do you, do, have you learned that his employees friendly call him the Eye of Sauron because, you know, he's watching them? He's watching all of us all the time. Yeah, yeah. He needs to update his firmware. That's why it takes some time, so he watches people. Anyway, <laughs> Zuckerberg joke aside, 
That's why we're doing bad jokes because the next match is Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin with Mad with Madcap Moss. Of course, Drew won. Uh, the highlight of the match. I mean, his entrance was really nice. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good match. It was a pretty good match. It was a bit quick, but what I really like is when he does the one, two, three before the Claymore, like the whole stadium did it with him, which is awesome. And I really like that he's really obsessed with killing a man. Yeah. Because he literally tried to decapitate <laughs> Madcap Moss, and then he just cut the rope, and I'm like, oh, the ring crew are not going to be happy. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's so weird. Why is he so obsessed with killing a man? With committing murder on TV? I don't know. <laughs> it's like... Uh, like I, I get it. It's supposed to be like f- for the honor of the sword. He um he kicked out at the end of day, sir. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that one. This is the most important one. It's one of the most protected finishes in wrestling history. Mm-hmm. It's, it's incredible that he actually did that one. Okay, the next match, another match that I loved so much. Because one of my favorites is in there. It's The Miz and Logan Paul, who defeated Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. Okay, Logan Paul is one of the best heels in the world. He is the best heel in the world? He literally came out with a $6 million Pokemon card around his neck. He is that great. He's that great. And he did the Three Amigos incredibly. He also did the picture perfect. Like uh, Eddie Guerrero's plus, he was amazing. He was amazing. He yeah, was really I, good in the match. I thought he was really good in the match. I, d- I don't um, think he was carried at any point, like by the other wrestlers. He was just very good. He he was pretty good, and I think both all of the celebrity appearances on yeah. WrestleMania were really good. You know what? Year. I have I I have another question. Since this is the second tag team match where the Miz literally had another celebrity involved, is the Miz the best one to get a good celebrity match at WrestleMania? This is two out of two, Bad Bunny and then Logan Paul. Maybe. I mean, maybe they put a, put them with The Miz because he is, like, the celebrity guy. Yeah, the, you know. the, it's the gimmick. But it's not just the gimmick. Like, he literally has delivered twice in two great matches. Either he's against the celebrity or with the celebrity. So I think he might be the go-to guy to have a celebrity match. Although that title might be taken by Sami Zayn. Yeah, yeah, that we'll match was great. We'll talk about that one. That was an amazing match. <laughs> I mean, Sammy um, even put on his Twitter that the Knoxville match was one of his favourite matches he's ever had. Yeah, because it was so fun. It was it so was, fun. And it was obvious that everyone had fun in it. So, Okay, back to Miz and Logan Paul. That was a great match. Literally, the heels played perfectly. There was a double 619 on Logan. That was really nice as well. Yeah, yeah. It was a surprising result, but I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was very good. But uh, Logan did, uh, didn't make a fool of himself. Uh, of course, Ray and Dominic played amazingly. So, next match. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, wait. We need to talk about that ending. Oh, where Miz turned on Logan. Yeah, yeah. I literally don't care that much. I'm like, I love Logan, and I love him as a heel, but there's no way I can love him as a babyface. But is Miz not going to be the face? Of the rivalry. I don't know. Are they going to have a rivalry? Yeah, they're probably going to meet up again at SummerSlam. The, yeah, they'll probably have a match. Yeah. And people will cheer the Miz, I imagine. Oh, yeah, of course, because he's the wrestler. <laughs> yeah. And it never works well with a babyface celebrity. It barely does. Even when they brought... Um, I mean, Knoxville worked well. Yeah, but it was a comedy one. So That's true, yeah. Like, everyone treated the whole thing as comedy. But Bad Bunny, try, he works well as a face. That was, okay, yeah, that was an exception. Bad Bunny worked, but uh, I remember Tyson Fury not working. And I was like, really? The Gypsy King cannot work? Tyson Fury, when I was in Manchester, he got a huge home crowd pop. Oh, of course, man. He's um, Tyson Fury. <laughs> but, yeah, the match yeah. he had in, in Saudi wasn't great. You know what was the issue for me? It was, I think it was because he was wrestling Braun Strowman and that wasn't that entertaining or interesting. The the problem is with Braun Strowman, he's not a guy who can carry someone who's not a good wrestler. Yeah, and like a match that has been teased, uh, speaking of Fury, that has been teased by him and WWE forever and probably will happen this September. Because if they're coming to the UK, you know they're doing the Fury-McIntyre match. They have been teasing it forever. Yeah, McIntyre, I feel, could carry Tyson oh, that, Fury very yeah, that well. That would be a good match. I want to see it. I don't mind it. They're both amazing. They're both huge. They have a great physique. Why not? If oh. we're going to get a celebrity match, might as well get this one. You know what was my fa- cel- favorite? I want Logan Paul yes. to win the money in the bank. 
No, I'm not gonna go that far. I yeah, think, yeah. I think the money the bank has written has Ed's written all over it. No, I no. Think, no. Logan Paul. It's it's, it's cashing it's in on the tribal chief <laughs> to huge booze. I think it will be a big mistake after that big like. Uh, and now they're having a new faction. After the whole thing they did with Ed, it would be very stupid for them not to give him the money the bank. The brood too. The brood. It's the blood because they're blue now. <laughs> the blue light. It's the blood. They give them a blood bath. <laughs> Blood. Blood. A blue passport. Yeah, they're gonna have a blue passport. Blue. Uh, they, they, they won't have a bloodbath, they have a blue. So, going back to WrestleMania oh, yeah, then, yeah, sorry. what I think was probably the match of WrestleMania. Yes. Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. Best match all weekend. Best it was, match. yeah. yeah uh, in ring, pure best match. Definitely, yeah. Espe- uh, of course, the best women's match, but the best match overall, I, th- I think it was. I think it was, yeah. And um, I, I was surprised by um, Becky and Bianca with just how much it really grabbed me yeah. as a match. Like I was expecting something like Cody versus Seth or AJ versus Edge to be my favourite match of Mania. But I mean, when it comes to the men's side, yeah, yeah. they are, but uh, they're like second or third behind literally Bianca and Becky. I don't know. Like If I was ranking all of the matches yeah. from WrestleMania, I think obviously... Mr. McMahon versus <laughs> Pat McAfee would go first. Um, but then it'd be Bianca and Becky. Then it'd be Stone Cold yeah, versus Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens. That was really good as well. Um, and then probably Cody, Seth. Oh, that was so good. Okay, we'll talk about that one as well. But what I really, I was really surprised. I mean, I really liked it when they do like uh, big overblown entrances. But damn it, I don't know why the Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch entrances worked so much. Because when Becky Lynch's entrance came out, I was bopping to the music and I was tearing up. I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. What a moment. And my favorite part is, I don't know if you've seen the image on Twitter going on. It's like when she won last year, she had the face that like, I cannot believe I did this. This year, she had like so much of a confidence when she lifted the title. So she went from like, I cannot believe this to you better believe this. Yeah, yeah. Such a great storytelling. Both of them incredible. I really like the finishing spot because it involved an, a goddamn flip, and I like my flips in wrestling every now and then. <laughs> the um the spot on the stairs. That was so brutal. That was so mm. brutal. It was a very physical match. I'm not gonna lie. They they played their roles perfectly, and I really liked whenever uh, Becky Lynch was trying to get herself counted out. That was also a really nice heel hit. It was a it was a great match, top to bottom. I'm not gonna lie. Best match I've seen. I think they, yeah, they, 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 when it comes to pure in-ring, best match, best match. I'm not counting the entertainment factor because, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think we should talk about the third best in-ring return on what? WrestleMania. For me, it was number one, I'm sorry. Behind Stone Cold and Vince, we have the return of Cody Rhodes to WWE. To be fair, like I was getting anxious because they played it to perfection. Seth came out. I really like his new song, by the way. And his choir that he had was really cool. But they had like, they were waiting. They were waiting. He took off his jacket. He was like, don't make me wait. I'm like, oh my God. And then even when the lights came came off, I was like, oh my God, it's going to be sane one day. I was just waiting for, here comes the money. Money, money, money. <laughs> No, and uh, as you said, it was like, maybe it's The Fiend. You never know. Oh, maybe it's The Undertaker. He said, never say never. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing, by the way. I'm not going to lie. That would be a good match. <laughs> if it was John Cena, I would mark so badly. I, w- I would have been happy with John Cena, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna throw a small tangent before we talk about Cody's return. Speaking of John Cena... Do you know that next year, um, I mean, WrestleMania goes Hollywood, they go California again. Cena's got to come back. Yes, Cena's got to come back. But the funniest thing is, this is will probably be the most stacked or most competitive Hall of Fame ceremony ever. Because, okay, yes, I know Triple H retired recently, but it's Hollywood. So, Batista, John Cena and The Rock are literally having a triple threat for the main event of who's going to be inducted. I think it's probably Batista because he's completely done. I think they and should be setting up for Rock versus Roman, shouldn't they? Yeah. And uh, in my money, it should be Rock versus Roman. And Cena, when he comes back, it should be Cena versus Drew. That's going to be a good match. Cena versus McIntyre. 
I I would love to see oh that. Oh my god, that would be so. What epic. about John Cena versus Logan Paul? We don't have to do that. <laughs> I mean, Logan can be interacting with him again. No, we need we need another father and son tag team. I am very annoyed whenever the commentators say that Rey Mysterio and Dominic are the first ever father and son tag team because John Cena and Fred. <laughs> Did it first? Yeah, that's kind of true. That's kind of true. And they need to face off against Ray and Dominic. I mean, speaking of celebrity like involvement into matches and stuff like that, you know what? This is one of my favorite celebrity moments, and that's because I was a big football fan when I was a kid. They actually came here to Manchester one week, and they had bad news Barrett on Manchester, bad mouthing Rooney, and Wayne Rooney like sucker punched him so badly, and everyone's like, "Oh, I cannot believe this." So are you saying that we should have Wayne Rooney versus Wade Barrett at no, he's WrestleMania? No, he's a manager now, so he start, he's retired. But another one of my favorite like local hit spots, because usually when they do it in America, it doesn't work, right? I don't know the teams, I don't know the countries, yeah, or the yeah. cities or the yeah. states. I agree. But when Impact came here on Manchester again, and they had Bully Ray on the roster, and Bully Ray just comes out with a hoodie, and he just takes off the hoodie, and he's wearing a Liverpool shirt, <sighs> and the crowd gets bananas! They just go insane. I mean, when <laughs> when I went to Manchester to see um, SmackDown, and the bar the came bar. out oh. in the Liverpool shirts. Oh, yes, and Seamus is a cool. Liverpool fan. That's the funny thing. <laughs> he said it a thousand times. He's a Liverpool fan. I know I know which uh, wrestlers are usually t- uh, fans of their teams. I know Li- uh, Seamus is a Liverpool fan, and Rusev is a Real Madrid fan. Hala Madrid. Nice. Okay, so back into the match. Of course, Cody. Re- I mean, we had the... Wrestling has more than one royal family. I, I liked the uh, Stardust flip. Oh, the Stardust reference was amazing. I mean, I, I love I love that he came out from the bottom. He had the Cody Vader and the shot of him underneath the star of WrestleMania. So good. So emotional. And I just love that he did his uh, father's moves before he fit uh, his yeah, finisher. Yeah. I mean, it really gave me... a. A nice, happy feeling inside when he did the bionic elbow. Oh, yes. It was so good. He was looking at the sky. He was pointing. It was such a nice match. It was such a nice match. Yes, it didn't have a story because it was supposed to be a surprise match, but it doesn't have to have a story all the time. The story was Uh, Cody Rhodes is back in the big leads, bitch. Actually, that wasn't actually the story. The the one thing that Corey did on the commentary that I really appreciated, he actually mentioned something that I did. He was like, uh, you know Seth Rollins was like uh, one of the number one students of Dusty because that was when Dusty was working with NXT and the first NXT champion is Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's true. like, yeah, it's the uh, it's it's the favorite son versus the number one student. I'm like, ooh, that's a nice story they can tell. The favorite son. Oh, R.I.P. Dustin. I mean, I mean... <laughs> It's weird. I cannot explain because, like, I see more Dusty into Cody's eyes than in Dustin's eyes. No, Dustin looks way more like Dusty. Uh, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in-ring, like, wrestling presence. Like, Dustin is an in-ring general. He's very underrated. Like, Goldust is very underrated as a character, as a wrestler, as a worker in the ring. Mm-hmm. But I think Cody is, like, yeah. And, I, of I course, think the like, big problem yeah. that Goldust has was that he was never really given that big push that he needed yeah like if wwe had given him a big push i feel like the fans would have gotten behind him very much yeah yeah i think that is true and uh, as far as cody goes like literally his mission is to do what his father never did and that's win the wwe championship i think he will uh spoiler alert for our predictions later but i do believe they will um basically they will split the championships again eventually i don't think they will keep them unified forever no, but what my hope is is that they get rid of the universal title because it's a failed title. I yeah. think. I mean, apart from Roman, yeah, no, we ha- we haven't really had a good universal champion like the Fiend. As much as I love him, his reign wasn't great. No, no, no one's reign was great. Literally, um, Lesnar was hardly <sighs> around for his yeah. reign. And the title was cursed from the start when Finn Balor got injured. Yeah, and then Kevin Owens lost it to Goldberg. So exactly. If if it was me, I would combine them together. I would have like, you know, the undisputed championship. Yeah, even um, if they do, they won't keep it for two months. I don't think so. Keep it until SummerSlam. Yeah, at least. Yeah, and around there, I can see them splitting them up again. And then you know, just use that title belt as the new WWE Championship belt because that has been needing a redesign for a while. Oh yes. Um, 
and bring back the World Heavyweight Championship. That's what I, I would do. I wish they would bring back the big gold, but I don't think they will. They should. They, they should. should. They really should. It's. It looks good on everyone who it carries it. It looks great. Oh my god! Imagine Cody Rhodes with a big gold. That's that's the belt they should give him. I think. Yeah, that's the belt he needs to win. And also, like my money for um, Cody is. I think he will get the push. I think he will get the title because many people will be like, "Oh, he's a former AEW star. He might be punished." No, 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 no. I think he will be pushed. I think he will win it at least once because I think in WWE's eyes they have to show that hey, we can treat someone from AEW good. Maybe you want us change ship you know I think they will do that and I mean my money for next year's mania is probably Cody versus Randy Orton yeah they have to do the teacher versus student thing yeah so much I I just I think the big gold oh. belt looks good on everyone and yes. I think Roman Reigns carrying it would look excellent I mean imagine this new heel edge winning the money the bank and cashing in and bringing back the big gold Watching Edge with the big gold once again around his waist, I will be transported to being 17 again. I'll be crying. Uh, I don't know if a heel should bring it back because... I mean, that's how it was fans, brought back. The in fans the... would be very much behind the big gold returning. Yeah, but that's what happened in 2000s. I think he held Triple H. No, 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 Eric Bischoff gave it to Triple H. Literally, he, put it out of, uh, he pulled it out of a bag. He did, yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, they should have never combined the WWE yeah. and WCW championships yeah, they should have just bad. kept the two world titles yeah. and you know never gotten rid of the big gold ever yeah I, I think it was such a stupid idea because like you look at the big gold belt um, and going back to the WCW championship as well yeah. we'll treat them as the same title because they essentially are yeah Um, there's such a big legacy there of course there is and there's so many stories you can tell but I don't. I think they wanted to do something new, the Universal Championship, and I commend them for trying. But God, that championship is cursed from the day it was created. Never, no one had a good run with it. So no, I I get, I get wanting to combine the world titles and having the one top guy, but I also feel like in today's age, when you've got so many talented wrestlers on the card and two networks competing, by the way, and two networks competing. You need to have your two world titles. And I think having the World Heavyweight Championship, it's a legit belt and yeah. it's the best one to choose. Yeah, I think they should do something like that because I cannot see Roman losing any of the titles. So you might as well unify them and eventually introduce a new one. Exactly, yeah. Let Roman carry the WWE Championship or that's had could, the Universal They could pull combined. a Becky they could pull a Becky Lynch where, like, the winner of the money in the bank just opens the briefcase and there's, like, the big gold in there or, like, another title. That could happen. That would be really nice. I mean, yeah. Maybe if, like... Again, I'm my mind is on Edge. I'm not going to stop on this, like, banging on this. Heel, Edge, needs a title around his waist and he's... Uh, we're going to talk about his stable in a bit who should add the... You know what? Cody Rhodes is a man of legacy. Yeah. I think he gets himself into a position of power in in the storyline. Yeah. And he brings back a bunch of old stuff. He brings back the big gold. Ooh. <gasps> the old Intercontinental Championship, please, please. Br- please brings please, back please, please, the please. old IC title again. <laughs> I cannot do this. I'm not saying it's bad, the new one. It's nice, but god damn, it's not as good. I mean, they could leave the US title the same. I'm not a huge fan of the new one. I don't mind it. I um, don't mind it. The old one is not like it was like perfect. Um, but I will say that it is better than the just the flag. Yeah, it's just a flag. <laughs> um, I just think it needs a bit more color. Yeah, in places, but yeah, but if it was up to me, you know the um, WCW US title. That was a really good one. I'd bring back that design oh, that so for the US title. Oh, that was so. And have good. Cody be the one to do it. Just have Cody be like, we're taking WWE back. We're bringing back all this WCW stuff because my father was a huge WCW guy. I just, I just want him to go to NXT for uh, on November and just participate in uh, like a a war games match so badly. No, because Cody in this position of power would bring war games to the main roster and announce that in. Cardiff, Wales, we are doing war games. <laughs> I don't think they will. but uh, That'd my, be great. My idea would be like uh, basically doing an invasion angle where the main roster invades NXT 2.0. Mm. That would be nice. Led by Cody into a war game. That would be nice. Or, you know, maybe if not 
war games in Cardiff. Maybe Cody Rhodes announces that they're bringing back Starcade. I really wish they would do that. Oh my god, that would be all- actually. There's more chance of that happening. Starcade main event, Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns. I would like Cody Rhodes versus Edge, but um, I'm have I have literally booked in my head Cody Rhodes versus Edge and Roman and Randy so many times because and, I want those three matches. And I think we get a dusty finish. Ah oh, yes, a dusty <laughs> finish. Literally, I get. Oh my god, yes. Cody thinks he's dethroned the tribal chief, only for the ref to go. Na 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 na. Yeah. As you can see, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey is so inspiring. We haven't talked about <laughs> it for minutes. Yeah, we'll move on. We'll, yeah, move, we'll on. move on. It, it was okay. It was It was it fine. Was fine. It was fine, yeah. It was physical in some places, but I I cannot care about Ronda at all. I mean, we had the um we had the boob slip. Yeah, the boob slip. That was imagine having a boob slip being the most important part of the match. <laughs> I don't care about Ronda. I'm happy she didn't want actually. Because, as I told you, unfortunately, I can see her winning the money in the bank, but she's definitely going to be in that match. But, like, I care more about Charlotte Flair. I care more about the wrestler that's here all the time. I'm sorry. I care more about this fantasy booking in my head of Cody Rhodes bringing back a bunch of WCW stuff, (laughs) (laughs) to be honest. Yeah. And the reason why I do is because Ronda doesn't care, and I can see it in her eyes and in her promos and in everything, and I'm like, well, at least... Johnny Knoxville and Logan Paul cared, and you could see that in their eyes. Yeah, uh, I agree. So I'm sorry, Rhonda. You're to us. You will always be a celebrity. So let's go to the main event. That was like so good. Okay, it was what? really good. I like. I'll say this at the start of the match, it was just Stone Cold beating on Kevin Owens. Yeah, and drinking and, beer. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this makes sense. You know, he's not going to take a bump. He's going to yeah. hit Kevin Owens a few times. Then he's going to pin him and that'll be it and everyone will be happy. And then, the and then Kevin Owens started like dropping him on the outside. He dropped him on concrete. Oh, I was God, like, what that, is going on? That spot literally popped the whole... Everyone, everyone I know went like, what is going on? That was so insane. Stone Cold came back and he didn't just come back. He came back and put on a hell of a match. Yeah. Yeah, this was an amazing match. Respect to Stone Cold for being so awesome. Respect to Kevin Owens. And I don't know if you know the old quote uh, by Jim Cornette, who hated Kevin Owens in Ring of Honor. Uh, He kept saying, like, Kevin Owens will never main event something with more than 10,000 people because he belongs, like, in the 3,000 halls and all that stuff. And he has entered WrestleMania pretty much twice as the Intercontinental Champion. He has wrestled up and down the card in legendary matches, and now he just main evented one. Kevin Owens is great. He's amazing. He's very underrated. And I'm actually happy that he stayed with WWE because he got a WrestleMania main event against Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, that is a dream come true for any one of us. It's beautiful. It's such a great honor. Respect. Respect to Kevin Owens for building this on his own. And respect to Stone Cold for taking all that punishment. I, when he did the concrete spot, I was like, this is not happening. When, this um, is not happening. When I was watching it with uh, Maddie. Mm. Um, when Stone Cold had Kevin Owens on the quad, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Maddie just said, "Oh, look, he's taking his son for a ride." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it was very fun. As we mentioned before, we saw it live, but uh, we also had non-wrestling fans with us, and that always makes it fun. <laughs> I, I don't know. It it sometimes makes it fun. Sometimes it's a bit annoying. Yeah, when people are like. Oh, that looks fake, or... Oh, okay, yeah, that is annoying, but sometimes they do have, like, one of those cool jokes that hit properly. Oh, yeah, like, you know, Stone Cold's taking his son for a ride to the shop is... <laughs> <laughs> That's And fun. for us who have seen, like, the soap brawl with Booker T, we're like, haha, we, we, you wish you knew. Can you dig it, sucker? Oh. Okay, that was night one. That was a really good night. I was very entertained by I, it. Yeah, I think night one is probably better than night two. Yeah, because it was consistent. It was very entertaining. And you know, Ronda Rousey was also there. Imagine <laughs> imagine if all of this was done in one night. After the Stone Cold match, everyone would just be tired, man. Yeah. Yeah, if it was one night, this will have taken everything out of everyone. And you know what? This will be later in the card, so no one would even appreciate that. As much. No, yeah. Again, two night WrestleManias, a good choice. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That was a good choice. Thank you, Vince. Thank you, Vince. But we're gonna say thank you, Vince, in a bit. Don't Such worry. Such good shit. I've got a, I've got a wrestle tonight. I'm gonna do a wrestle. So let's go into night two, which was the crazy night of the two. 
like it wasn't the wrestling night. I, I I liked how they were split up, right? The first night was more wrestling than entertainment. The second night was pure entertainment, and that's why we love it. Uh, but we started with a great match: RK Bro versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. I mean, RK Bro are amazing. I really like the that they both hit RKOs. Uh, Matt Riddle hit one on I think uh, Montes Ford, and then Randy Orton did the well. Chad Gable is diving the K RKO. They're such a good acting. It's nice that they kept them together as well. Yeah. Like, we thought they were going to yeah. break them up, but they didn't. So I think they're going to be the new New Day. When, remember when New Day was on their height, and everyone was like, oh, this pay-per-view, someone is turning. I don't know. I I don't trust Randy Orton as a character to not turn on people. Yeah, but right now he's so popular as a face. He's I, very over. I think the turn will be before the next Mania, and you'll yeah. have Randy Orton versus Riddle. They could do it on SummerSlam as well. So They could do it on SummerSlam. If you had the turn on Money in the Bank, that's a pretty big stage. It's happening in Vegas as well. Ooh. Uh, and maybe you have both of them in the match. Maybe some, some accidental RKO happens. Maybe. That leads to a nice, a nice SummerSlam match. I can see that too. Yeah, there are a lot of options they can go actually with that one. But the match was amazing. Uh, I mean, so many dives at the start. So many great wrestling moves. I like the stereo DDTs. This was basically the arcade bro show, let's be fair. It was always like, yeah, what are they going to do? Definitely, yeah. And they retained the, ta- they retained the tag team championships. I like what he said before. He, he said, uh, at this WrestleMania, Randy Orton has entered e- every, not every, but has entered WrestleMania with every title in existence. Oh, wow. Yes. Like being the champion of everything. He has entered as a US, Intercontinental, World Heavyweight, WWE, a tag team champion. Like literally, that was a record breaking for him. And he ca- he always says... Yeah. Yeah, yeah he has. Because um, he was World and WWE tag team with Edge. Yes. Um, And then he was SmackDown tag team with Bray. Yes. Yeah, he's held every title at Mania. Yeah. That's, that's and crazy. Yeah, it's incredible. And he he had, has won everything. Yeah. He has entered everything as champion. And Hold on. He's not at the Universal title. Oh, that is true. That is true. But we do not count that one because it's like a world championship. Mm. Yeah. Maybe we don't. I mean, he has he has won the big gold. So for me, he's more important. I mean, he's never had the European championship. So, you know. That is the best championship. Let's be fair. It's one of my yeah, favorite Yeah, bring ones. it back. I wish they would. I wish they would. And put it on Walter. Anyway, <laughs> of course, put it on Walter. I'm not going to call him Gunther, for the love of God. Or Gunther. I was happy when they um, introduced the UK Championship. Yeah, I was expecting more about that um, one, too. But I, I don't know. I've, hey, I've you never know. It might be defended on the show they will do here on Cardiff. That or the NXT UK Championship. Yeah, yeah well, we might get a, a match. Why not? Or maybe that's when they bring back the European Championship. Oh, I really wish. Cody Rhodes will bring back everything old. Yes, yes. This fantasy booking is happening, guys. <laughs> so, of course, after that, we had Lastly versus The King. The homosexual. The King of the homosexuals. Yes, it was Lastly versus Homos. That was a really good match. I'm sad that my boy didn't win, but yeah. Yeah, but I know you haven't watched Raw after Mania. He won after that. <laughs> so he did something really nice the next night. But I will say this. It was pretty nice match, man. I was expecting less from it. It wasn't like as short as people thought it would be. Like it went six minutes. I thought it would go less than three. Mm-hmm. And uh, lastly, did a spear on the back, which was also weird sometimes. Uh, but yeah, I think he gave him like, what, three spears? And he took him down. It was very impressive and really nice. I mean, you have to keep Lastly strong because I can see the match with Roman happening eventually. I don't know if they're going to do it in Money in the Bank or SummerSlam, but I want that match badly. I want that spear versus spear. With actual spear versus spear. Goldberg. Oldberg. Yeah. But let's go to one of... Uh, probably my favorite... Uh, I'm not saying it's the best, but my favorite match of WrestleMania weekend. Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. It was just... Fun. It, it was, was such fun. fun. It was entertaining. It was basically Jacka's stance. It was so good. I mean, I also, uh, fun fact, I'm a big fan of hardcore wrestling. I really like sports with weapons and everything. And <laughs> You know, me and you should watch some ECW together. We should watch some GCW as well. They go insane, those. 
we should, we should, we should. We're gonna do something similar, but the moment he pulled out the table with um, mouse traps, I was like, oh my god, this is so good. This is so entertaining. He cut, <laughs> he tased him. He dr uh, he literally grabbed him with the tongue that we use in the kitchen for grabbing meat from <laughs> from the penis and just threw him through the table. I mean that's that's quite an old spot. Um, China did that in the inherent continental championship match yep. against was it Jeff Jarrett? Yeah, because Jeff Jarrett yeah, was yeah. going through his uh, I don't like women uh, gimmick. So so yeah, she she did that same yeah, spot on him. So good. Um, I mean, the final spot was the giant mousetrap, which I know it didn't work properly. What I really liked, though, was that Johnny Knoxville knew so much about mousetraps that he immediately fixed it. <laughs> amazing. He, he immediately fixed it. It was amazing. It was very fun. I really liked Wee Man slamming Sami Zayn. Oh, oh Wee Man's great. Oh, he was so good. He was so good. He was like Hulk Hogan slamming under the giant. So good. I mean, I liked it. It was entertaining. It was fun. And many people will be pissed that Johnny Knoxville won. But why? Who cares? <laughs> it's a comedy match. I mean, it just means he's got a return now. Yeah. And Sammy will be fine. Don't worry about it. Come on, guys. Also, like, yeah, as I, as I told you before, yeah, Miz might be the king for now for the tag team matches. But Sammy could be the king for the singles matches with uh, celebrities because he can carry a feud. I think you keep Johnny Knoxville around for a little bit because he is fun to have around. And you do that by having him win the 24-7 championship. Oh, that would be nice. That would be nice. That would actually make more entertaining the 24-7 championship than ever. You just have on Raw and SmackDown just a bunch of segments with Johnny Knoxville trying not to lose the title. And every time someone tries to get the title from him, he and the Jackass crew pull a prank on them. Who is the longest reigning 24-7 champion? Uh, I don't know. We're gonna Google that one. Let's, yeah, let's have a Maybe look. Maybe our truth or like uh, Tozawa. I don't know. Uh, but the funniest thing is like oh, they also did the hand spot. That was really nice. That was really nice. The statistics. Where's the statistics, bro? Where Where are all the statistics? There have been so many reigns. Oh, our truth has the most at fifty-three. Yeah. Oh, Reggie holds the record for the longest longest uh, longest reign. combined. Um. Yeah, but the longest reign is Reggie. He holds it for 112 days on his first reign. Oh wow, that's pretty good. Damn. For the for the 24/7 championship, 112 days is a long time. Yeah. To, to be fair, title. am I the only one who finds it a bit uh, of a disappointing championship? It's not as good as the hardcore title. They should have done more with it. Yeah. Really. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, when, when they brought when it back, I was like, oh, there's some fun to be had here, like the Hardcore Championship, but it's not as good. When the title was first announced, I saw people, like, fantasy booking, like, putting it on Brock Lesnar. <laughs> and then, like, Brock Lesnar just wouldn't turn up to Raw or anything. Uh, that would be amazing. And then he'd just hold the 24-7 Championship for ages, and it when he does come on Raw and someone tries to come at him for it, he'd just, like, F5 them, and they would be dead for the whole show. That would be very good, but you know what would be... What was amazing in the first few days, I really liked that Jinder Mahal won it before boarding yeah. on an airplane and then our truth pinned him on the air on an airplane for the title. That was amazing. Yeah, uh, Jinder um, pinned him on a golf course as well, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, we had celebrities, we had everything. But I would say, yeah, it's been a disappointing run, man. I was expecting more to do with them. Okay, the next one was, oh, the women's match that we hated. It it was just thrown together at the last minute, wasn't it? It was thrown together at the last minute and they were trying to get all the women on the card in a kind of degrading way. Like, Natalia and Shayna Baszler are such a weird tag team. What do they have in common? I can get why Shasa Bagnes and Naomi would team up, but why? I get Carmella and Queen Zelina as also. well. Also. I mean, um, Liv Morgan and Rhea literally are doing the um, Nikki, ASH and Rhea. So, basically... Nah, just no, no. They they were the BDSM queens. Yeah, they were so good. Oh, my God. Those entrances, those costumes. Oh, my God. Oh, the heat was turned up. And also, uh, really fun statistics about Sasha Banks and Naomi. Sasha is the first African-American Raw Women's Champion. Naomi is the first African-American SmackDown Women's Champion. And they both became together the first African-American Tag Team Champions. That's really nice. 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 That's a nice history. But it's the match nice, but the match was 
an afterthought. Yep, it for was. WWE, it was really. boring. It was a piss break match. What can you tell? I yeah, I feel bad, but well, what can you do? I mean, Liz put it well when she said, "It's like WWE are just trying to get the women out of the way." Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's obvious. I mean, the f- next match featured Adam Copeland versus Alan Jones. You know what? Just going back to the women's match oh, quickly. Sorry. I will say that the problem WWE have is that they only have two women's singles championships. Yeah. They they could do with a mid-card title for the women. On and just give up on show. the tag team division because it's stupid. I, I would say the same. No, just, I don't know, don't give up on the tag team division. Like, treat it with respect like you would any other tag team division. Yeah. Like, make actual teams. You know when that like, takes you, too much effort for them. <laughs> it's know, women. I'm we like, used to have the iconics, and the iconics yeah. were iconic. I oh, love the iconics so much. They're really good now on impact as the inspiration, but they don't care, man. They don't. They don't care that much. And that's the annoying part. So who knows? Maybe like, maybe they will actually put like, I would like to see a women's intercontinental championship so badly. Like, oh, that that, that title would be so good. I, I don't know if um, they should have the same names as the men's titles, except for, like, a women's world title. Yeah. Because I think WWE has had so many different titles in its history. You could bring back, like, the European Championship and make that a women's title. Oh, you could, you could. That wouldn't be a bad idea. Actually, I would like that. <laughs> I would like that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would you put it on? I mean, probably... I mean, Sasa right now can't. So, returning Bailey, Asuka... Someone new? Someone Who, debuting? I mean... Who's European? <laughs> you're asking a lot of questions. Uh, who's European in the women's division? Damn, I don't think they have Becky any. Becky is, but then she's... she's she was world uh, world champion. Wouldn't that feel like a step down, though? Uh, I think we should I mean, keep would, her in the top If 12. she was, like, the first ever women's European champion, that would make yeah. the belt feel more legit, I suppose. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, maybe we should go with Becky since she's the European one because they don't have Tony Storm anymore. Damn it. Only fans, baby. Oh my god. Not that I have subscribed to it, but <laughs> it's a very interesting platform. Also, very good contents. Thank you, Tony. Anyway, so as I was saying, <laughs> Adam Copeland faced Alan Jones. It was a good match. It was a really nice match. Actually, I really like that they went with a more psychological, technical stuff instead of going for like showcasing everything. It was good. The only problem that I have is it felt like a feud starter, and they do that all the time lately. I just want feuds to end at WrestleMania, not to start. I don't mind feuds starting at Mania. At the end of the day, like Mania is where you're going to have the most eyes on yeah. things. And as long as you know you do have your big feud enders at WrestleMania, I don't mind like the odd match being the start of a feud. Maybe, but still, I will say this. The best thing... The sexy, sexy Damien Priest. He looks great now. He looks so yeah. good now. I don't know what is it. Is it maybe because they added more like um, braids to his hair it's that are making it's the new metal. eyeliner? I think it's the new eyeliner. It's he has his hair more looked back. He looks so sleek in that vest. I'm like, oh my god, you're so sexy. And speaking of edges, like, uh, uh, I mean, it's a brand new. Uh, how's it called? It's a brand new faction. Let's talk about it because this has a lot of potential. How would you call them, the first question, and the second one, who should join them as well? Who should join Edge's faction? I mean, one thing that everyone um, has fantasy booked from the... A wi- returning Christian, maybe? Nah, I don't think so. From the women's division is Rhea. If she betrays Liv, let's say, Rhea would be nice. She looks like, you know, cool, badass, metalhead style. She would work. Yeah, she'd work. Uh, some people have fantasy booked Tommaso Ciampa. Making his debut as part of that crew, maybe he'd be cool. He's is he not retired now though? I don't know exactly what his his plans are. We don't know exactly. Oh, you know who would be nice, but they never take him seriously. Dominic Dijakovic. I will not call him Tibar. I will not call him Tibar. I I think Dijakovic should be a great choice. Yes. Actually, yeah. he's tall, he's muscular, he would look great next to uh, Damien Priest, and he like is such an underrated wrestler. I cannot believe it. And can you imagine a team of Dijak and Priest on the tag team division? They would destroy everyone. They're so good. <sighs> I wish they'd take them more seriously. I think Champ is an interesting choice if he isn't retired. Yeah, yeah um, that would be nice. But 
I don't know. I kind of want some some guys with long hair who can look yeah. very brooding. Of course, we're gonna name them the Blued. Blue, blue. It's blue, 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 blue. So, so who kind of fits that mold? Yeah, I mean, uh, we can. I don't think it. I mean, T Bar doesn't have hair. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I love you, but you don't. I mean. In an alternate universe, Roman Reigns would be perfect for that stable to be the guy that usually will take over eventually. But he's on a different level now. We're not even talking about him. Mansoor. Ooh, Mansoor is a really, really, really nice shout because I would like to see a very emo Mansoor. That would be really nice. Oh, that would be so good. And I don't think anyone would expect Mansoor either. Oh yes, it's such a nice twist because if you told me Ali, which I I think uh, like he's like off uh, creative and everything. But if you told me Ali, I would expect Ali to be a bad guy. Ali would be expected, yeah. But Mansoor. Mansoor. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is official. We would add Mansoor into this team, okay? Because here's what WWE would do: they would add Mansoor. Mm. They'd make him a really good heel, um, and then when the non-canon Saudi show happens, um, he's just face for that show, and then he goes back to being <laughs> heel straight after. Yeah, that's kind of true. Oh, no, they will all be baby faces for the non-canon shows. <laughs> Edge will go back to using Metalingus just for the Saudi <laughs> shares. Oh, God. Uh, actually, I think there was an interaction with Metalingus uh, because some fans were like, hey, why weren't you there? They're like, uh, we were booked for 2020 when he won the Rumble, but the pandemic happened. So we would have had Metalingus live in that WrestleMania with Edge in the main event. Oh, man. That would be so good. This year, they were not contracted. Like, to, they, they didn't, like, WWE didn't reach out for them. But maybe they'll do it next year for the whole group. TLC is in Saudi this year. Oh. I believe. Yeah, it is. Oh. Heel Edge on a TLC match in... Oh. Oh. I'm just fantasy booking him, spearing Roman midair. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm not saying that I'm in favor of the Saudi shows. No, no, no. Me neither. I do like having wrestling on at a reasonable time over here. Yes, and I do like every now and then having, like, a different place to wrestle. I don't like it to be all the time stadiums in American cities because it gets boring. One of my favorite things AW ever did was when they did the Jericho Cruise thing. I like it. It's different. You're yeah. wrestling on a cruise. Why Which not? is why Cody Rhodes needs to bring back Bash at the Beach. And WWE should do it at a beach. I mean, I think they were considering during lockdown to do SummerSlam on a beach. That's before they had the um, uh, Thunderdome. Yeah, yeah. And of course, afterwards was like um, another pointless match. I think it's the first episode of oh. WCW Nitro was held in a, a mall. Yeah, in a mall, and they had a lot of episodes uh, of Nitro with a pool, with a swimming pool in a college party or something. Yeah, it's the Nitro Mall. I mean, WCW. But, let me see. Mall of America, yeah. Yeah, 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 the first one was from a mall. Yeah, I mean, it's so cool to just see locations that aren't yeah. an arena. So, when they come here in the UK, should we do it in a castle? Yes. That would be so good. You know what? They they have, like, tribute to the troops, which is interesting yeah, to see. Yeah, that was also nice, yeah. Um, because I think they did the last one on a, um, a, what was it, like, a battleship. Yeah, 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 battleship. That was so cool. Um, You know how musicians will often have, like, concerts in prisons? <gasps> would you not love to see, like, a WWE... in Alcatraz. A WWE show in a prison. That would be so cool. So underground. Oh, I would love that. And have steel cage matches because you know you're trapped. Ooh! <gasps> Elimination chamber. Life from a prison. And, and even better, you can incorporate the actual cells into the, f into the set. So basically, you come out of the cells to enter the cage of the Elimination Chamber. Ooh. I think I think we're onto something. <laughs> yeah, I think we're onto something. I think we're doing more creative work than WWE. I ever think did. I think we need to start our own wrestling promotion. Yeah, honestly. I think we should. I mean, we're gonna do one in WWE 2K Universe mode. Don't worry about that one. <laughs> yeah, you can't go to a prison there, though. I'm afraid. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, I'm 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 interested in what extra arenas they have that are non WWE. I think they have Mexico and New Japan. They have yeah, they have like a Lucha Underground inspired one, uh. um, and a New Japan inspired one. That's good. 
Um, they have BCW returning, <laughs> of course. Do they have the health thing that they used to have, or like the Christmas thing they had in two K twenty? They they don't have like the crazy stuff from two K twenty now because they were kind of stupid and pointless. I d- I don't know, man. I I liked the um winter arena. It was something. Oh, different. the winter arena was fun because I always thought Christmas pay per views are very underrated as a form. I also didn't mind the hell arena. It's not something I used a lot or in my universe mode. Yeah. But, you know, if I was putting on, like, a fantasy match between, like, Kazuya from Tekken and Minecraft Steve, <laughs> yeah, yeah I'd put but it in the hell. Thing. I hated the gameplay from 2K20. That's why I didn't like the arenas. If you gave me the gameplay from 2K22 in that hell arena, yes, that will look great. Because the gameplay is more arcadey, thank God. Especially with the different camera angles, you get a better look at the arena. I've seen them so much. No, my favourite arena from 2K20, and I'm really sad that it didn't return. I think it was the um, Southpaw arena. (gasps) They have the Southpaw original wrestling? Oh my God. And they didn't. I'm looking it up now to show you. Yes, and they didn't uh, yeah, bring it. It had a big pool around oh, around the ring. That was so nice. It was so cool. It was like it was 80s like a, a big retro. It was like a big shopping area with a big pool, and you were on a big float in the pool. And oh. I thought it was so cool. And yeah. if they had something like that in two K twenty two, I would be all for it. Yeah, that would be so nice. Just more stadium types in general, really, for yeah, yeah. the games and the actual WWE product would be nice to see. Yeah, because I always like, I don't know if you're like me, I always like play universe mode with a created show, and I always like to create new arenas and weird locations where I can put my show mm-hmm. on. I um, won a competition Ooh. once. Um, so I've been to see WWE in Manchester two years in a row. Both times I went, I won the tickets for free. Ooh. Um, I think it was last year, not last year, uh, 2020, I don't mm-hmm. know, whenever it was, the last time I went, um, I won a competition to make the best SmackDown arena Ooh. in WWE 2K19. And um, the arena that I made was SmackDown at the beach. <gasps> really? Complete with um, sand everywhere. Really? Um, and a pool deck area. Oh, so good! It was great. Like if I can, if I could find the annual, I'll I'll show you. Yeah, okay. Um, I I'm in the WWE annual for 2020. Damn, that was so nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay, if we can fight it, we'll see it. I mean, the next match was a pointless match, a match that we're not going to waste much time on. Same with Ridge Holler versus New Day in Xavier Woods. Why did they beat them? I think um, I think I blinked and it was over. And why did they beat them again? I don't get it. Yeah. The next match, I mean, I'm going to leave it up to you. You can introduce it because I know, I mean... I can do the original one, the Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory, but what comes next is all yours, <laughs> because I know you love it so much. But all I'm going to say, Pat McAfee has always looked great. He was so athletic, he was jumping on the ropes, he was doing so many crazy moves. He's such an underrated wrestler, and I'm very happy that he won, because the moment he won, I was like, oh, so the SmackDown commentary team is undefeated at, at WrestleMania, until... You're fired! <laughs> I'm, I'm going to wrestle you, pal. Actually, I think the backstage report is that like people laughed at it. And he said, like, oh, I know it wasn't that great. Vince himself knew. But he's like, as long as people were entertained and laughed at it and had fun, that's all that matters. I had fun. It was I great. I had ecstatic fun as well. To be fair, I was scared at some point because I don't want him to take a bump. So people say that Vince McMahon taking the stunner at WrestleMania 38 is the worst <laughs> stunner ever. No, it's not. That uh, belongs to his wife. Have you seen the stunner Linda took? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'll say this. The way that Vince just folds in on himself, I find quite funny. Yes, and he never took it properly, let's be fair. And can we just shout out, Austin Theory <gasps> sold the stunner so, so well. Good. And uh, you know what? Yeah, that's the funniest thing. Everyone keeps focusing on the Vince one. Austin before ha- Theory had an amazing sell. And Pat McAfee, he did the actual like beer spot at least well. No one spat out beer when, 
when Vince collapsed. Even Byron Saxton came <gasps> back into the ring. Yes. To be fair, Byron Saxton takes it well. I'm very happy he, he always gets standard. It's the one thing that I want to see every time Stone Cold is back, him standing, Byron Saxton. Why? Why not? There's Why no not? explanation. He just do it. So, now we need to acknowledge our tribal chief. Of course. The main event. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. With the Heyman for the Undisputed Championship. This match was a bit cursed from the fact that uh, he popped out his shoulder a bit. Thankfully, it wasn't something that bad. But what I really liked, it was literally Paul Heyman match. Paul Heyman, every time he directs matches, it's literally finisher spam and signature city. And I like it. I like that style of match. I don't mind it. It was okay. It it was definitely like you could tell it was cut short because oh, yes. it felt like when Roman did pin Brock that the match was just getting into the third act. Yeah, it was about to start and everything stopped short and yeah. you were like, wait, what happened? Because you, you could tell it was about to just kick into the next gear yeah. and get really interesting. But um, no, the match itself was okay. Um, I was really worried about Roman when I saw him pop oh, his shoulder yes. back into place. And him not being able to literally lift up the championship, I was like, no, don't do this to us. I, I was worried we were going to have a repeat of Finn Balor. I don't want this to happen again. I was so happy it didn't. Oh, God. Oh, God. But, uh, yeah, thankfully not. Yeah, and who knows what's up next for Roman. I mean, the whole story is to get him all the way to next WrestleMania, hopefully have The Rock return. Who knows what will happen until then. Well, my microphone popped up, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, who knows what will happen until then. I mean, I have some ideas, probably a match with Drew, probably a match with Lasley, a match with Cody, maybe even another match with Hedge. You never know. Yeah. And uh, my money on the, n- the guy who should take the title of him, because that's not happening with Rock. The match is there just to r- for Rock to put over Roman. But my match is like, eventually, I think Braun Breaker should do it. Eventually, it's time for Braun. He needs to be that next, like, very... How can I say? I want Braun Breaker to debut either before the Royal Rumble or something like that. And I want him to have a Brock Lesnar type of debut. We don't get that anymore, where in one year, he literally just goes from, like... World champion, beating I, everyone. I don't want Bron Breaker on Ooh. the main roster. I want Bron Steiner yes. on the main roster. Yes, Bronson Steiner to destroy everyone. That, 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 that would be amazing, my friend. That would be. So that was our coverage of WrestleMania 38. It was. I mean, we, we took a few little detours uh, <laughs> talking about I mean, that's only the whole fans and <laughs> um, some nice arenas we'd love to see and Cody yeah. Rhodes bringing back some old stuff. But I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. but, you know, only fans is really nice. Anyway, uh, <laughs> as I was saying, <laughs> this was a really nice... I really enjoyed this WrestleMania. It ranks as one of the highest. For me, it's one of the best in the last few years. I... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd rank it above uh, WrestleMania 36. Oh, okay. Um, I, I mean... Because that... Firefly so Funhouse unique. match and, and the Boneyard match, Boneyard match yeah. and the match between Edge and Randy Orton. I know, I know, most people hate it, but you know what? But I, I love it. Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins had a great match. Yeah, yeah. And another main events with uh, Strowman and uh, McIntyre were small, but that was the whole point. They were like supposed to be five minute squashes. I liked them. So it was, it was, it was a good uh, WrestleMania. I actually kind of liked thirty six. Yeah, I liked yeah. thirty seven. It's kind of underrated. 37 was nice. It has 37 really nice was main, good, yeah. That was a really good main event. It, it it was a really feel-good moment having the crowd back. Yeah, and that main event was so good. That main event, God. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, I honestly thought Roman was going to tap. Yeah, yeah, it was. Year, yeah. yeah, it was like such an amazing, like a collision of actually... Oh, it's a rare time where I see a triple threat and I'm like, that makes sense. I think we should get more triple threat main events. Yeah, I like them. I, I like them a lot. Great. I mean, they always deliver. Some people don't don't like them because, like, it's kind of a cop out. It's easy to get a triple threat match great than a one on one match because you have three competitors and usually it's three of the best. But even uh, the last time Daniel Bryan was in a triple threat, thirty one, uh, thirty. Sorry, what a match! I oh. mean, I know that they don't want to do a fatal four way as the yeah, main event no of one Mania wants that. after WrestleMania two thousand. Maybe should try it again. You but never know. Yeah, I mean. If you were to book a Fatal 4-Way as the main event of the next Mania, who would be in it? It would be Night 1 and it would be the Four Horsewomen. Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey, Banks, this ma- uh, Becky Banks, that match never happened and it needs to happen. It has happened only once in an NXT TakeOver in 2013. 
Come on, guys. For the women's undisputed championship. Exactly what I was about to say. Unify the belts in like the biggest match they can do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be so crazy. Have a, have a women's world champion. Have two mid-card women's titles on either SmackDown Ooh. and Raw. That would be nice. That would be nice. I think that's the best way to go. Maybe, yeah. But, as always, we have been your boys. Wrestling boys. Wrestling boys. Yes. And, of course, we're going to see you on the next episode where we'll be back with rumbling about wrestling. I mean, we won't be back next week because I am going to be in London for Easter. But we'll be the week after that. We'll be back and we'll talk more about wrestling. Yeah, I mean, we could even get ready with a fantasy booking of Cody Rhodes for the next year. Yeah, maybe we should do like the prediction special, the prediction for the whole year. I think I think we do a fantasy booking warfare. I think Ooh. we see who can do the best fantasy booking for Cody Rhodes. Bring the, the old year. stuff back. Okay, okay, yeah. we got this. So we will see you on the next one. Thank you guys. Thank you, boys.